without even thinking what show I'm on, I did like some totally like stupid gay name, <laughs> like funny gay name. And Jason flashed it on his screen. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like, Fuck. Exposed. I, I made a point to on the show go, by the way, I'm the only one here with a gay child. So <laughs> yeah. before you write your fucking letters. Exactly. Before you start calling me the shit you're going to call me. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, the child who, when she was born, my first, I said to my wife, the moment she was born, I hope she's a lesbian. (laughs) God, I (laughs) I did with my daughters, too, but it didn't work out. I did not want to deal with the guys. And, you know, she went through the guy phase and picked every fucking loser in North America (laughs) until she discovered herself. I I have one of them. Who does Ugh. that? And but uh, there's nothing you can do about that shit. It just is what it is, you know. Oh, you have to let them come to the conclusion that they want to kill them as much as you do. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and and the thing about them is that women are a lot more willing to fucking murder a motherfucker than most guys are. <laughs> oh, my daughter is like she's a merciless killer. So like, I love you. I love you. I love you. Who the fuck are you? And like you're out. <laughs> gone forever like she never even met you it's amazing <laughs> uh it's amazing the vendettas that can be i'm gonna leave that all alone yeah now. laurel, laurel. <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm just i'm just sitting here thinking like so i guess whatever losers in north america she didn't get i picked up so we kind of covered, you know, that can it. Oh, uh, neither one of neither one of you has been with me so not yet <laughs> we're not collecting pokemon yeah. <laughs> you don't have the full fucking collection yet I'm just letting Dude, you know. the worst ever was i was at a halloween showing at this old movie theater in uh by sleepy hollow and i think we went to see invasion of the body snatchers so the movie's over i get up and i hear is that hunter i turn around and there's some like kid who was like a big fan of monster men she ended up dating him. He was this is he he hit everything that you don't want. Jobless, <laughs> uneducated, penniless, didn't know how to drive, alcoholic, and a grifter. And she was with him for seven months. I thought I was gonna fucking kill them both. Oh my <laughs> fucking Christ. It's like an illness at some point. Yeah. Though, you know? The best part was he was also delusional. So he came for Halloween dressed as Freddie Mercury, but in the white T-shirt with a mustache that wouldn't hang on. <laughs> so I go, are you one of are you like Luigi? <laughs> so she looks at him and she goes, boy, you got bigger tits than most of my girlfriends. <laughs> and I knew that was the end. <laughs> she got the ick. There's no coming back from the ick. No. She, she figured out. She figured out it was just the tits she was attracted to, so she dropped him. <laughs> exactly. Are you Luigi? <laughs> My God, I'm recording this shit. Dude. Yeah, there's no say, easy conversation with us, is there? Um, so yeah, this is Shane Douglas King with Laurel Hightower and Rich Duncan, and we talked to a stoner last night, so we figured we'd balance that out with a fucking lush tonight, so we're talking about yeah. Right. I do so. it legal, man. 
I don't think you really need to tell anybody anything about you because everybody should just know who you are. You should be like a fucking household name. But there's going to be a couple who don't. So, you know, maybe give the spiel again like last time only we yeah. can hear you. Yeah. So for my family who doesn't read my goddamn books, my name is Hunter Shea and I write scary stories. I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad so hard. Same. I'm actually wondering if anyone's families read their books, because mine does not. No. They were excited early on, but now it's just like, pfft. you still do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still do that. My family didn't even get too excited. They just got to, yeah, sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> I can prove it. <laughs> it's like, no, really, I could show you the fucking canceled check, man. Because <laughs> I cashed that bitch fast and it turned it into scotch. <laughs> Which is the only appropriate thing to do with royalties. Exactly. <laughs> I have a separate account for mine so that I make sure I only spend it on cool shit. And, uh, is it the same account as mine idea. where I'm always paying for being overdrawn? Never enough funds? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I think I finally broke even on Whispers in the Dark, man, two years later. <laughs> nice. Yeah, right? That's not a bad average. That's all That's all because of me and Rich. We did that. It actually is, yes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I still don't know how any of this happened, but anyway. By the way, Laurel, I finished Crossroads a few days ago. You destroyed me. You Fuck. absolutely destroyed me with that book. Right? I am sorry. I am reading it on the beach. It's beautiful. There's kids laughing, and I am just an emotional mess. (laughs) Oh, God, I ruined the beach, man. Jeez. You didn't ruin it. I think (laughs) you enhanced it. Oh, no. That's a better thing. I was going to say, that that was a huge compliment. Thank you. That's one of my Mm -hmm. favorite reads of the year, hands down. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. You were – you killed it. I, I, that is, that is high praise. It is much appreciated. I I I do feel like I owe the, uh, horror community or or world at large, like, I don't know, bourbon, chocolate, something, because I feel like of all times to release the most depressing book, I gotta do it in 2020. We owe you Mm -hmm. bourbon and chocolate because you taught us that horror can have a heart. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and see, this is something we talked about to, um, Daniel Stone last night is uh, when when you're talking about authors who are also your friends, it's kind of that area where you know everybody listening to me when I say something about Laurel's work pro- most likely is kind of taking that with a grain of salt, you know, because yeah. oh his her buddy, you know, but and that's what he was talking about Kathy Koja. I was talking about Laurel and it's like, well, yeah, one of my favorite fucking authors, you know? And, and he says, yeah, but nobody will ever believe us. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) that is a pitfall. Yeah. Here's the deal. If I read your book and you know, I'm kind of on the fence on it or I'll just won't say much. (laughs) Yeah. I read it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and see when, when that happens to me, I never, ever bring it up again. You know, because I feel like that's how that should work. Like when I've had uh, friends buy my books and I'd be like, I hope you like it. And if you don't, let us never speak of this again. (laughs) Lose my number, loser. (laughs) (laughs) No, It's more just I never want someone to have that awkward like I really um, 
You know, I th- um, I like how you named them. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I love like, the dog. I just go, that sucked. <laughs> I like this at all. And I'll be like, good, that means everyone will like it. <laughs> She's like the George Costanza. She's opposite the world. <laughs> like the Montauk monster goes, I don't want to read that. That sounds like stupid shit. I'm like, yeah, that's the best selling book I ever had, but thanks for your yeah. opinion. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a good fucking reason why that book's a good seller. Um Yeah. Yeah. That it, because I reviewed it back in like, <laughs> twenty fourteen or something. No, yeah. that wasn't it. It was because it's a really fucking good book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was so close to making the cut for New York Times bestseller. I mean it was sniffing it. Yeah. And it just missed. I was like, son of a bitch. But then my editor's like, no one gives a shit about that. Don't worry about it. It's like that's you don't that's, care. That is right. Yeah. When you know, as a writer, when you're thinking about things like that, um, think about the fact that the readers don't give a fuck. No. Just know? like Bram Stoker Awards one day I was like talking about like that's such a it's such a popularity game and it's like an election and stuff. I don't feel like he goes, Nobody gives a shit if you win awards ever. Mm-hmm. He says, just write yeah. stuff people want to read. Yeah, that's a, I talked to Mailerman about that too, Mallerman, and he said basically the same thing, right? What you want to read, fuck the awards if they happen, great. Exactly. But the thing is, yeah. is that I there's nothing wrong with a peer, a peer-driven award. Nothing wrong with it at all. You know, more power to everybody out there trying to get a Bram Stoker under their belt. I understand, but it. I don't give a fuck if you have one. It's not going to affect whether I read your book or not. And most readers feel the same way. Yeah. I always said, if I, first of all, I don't watch award shows. I never did. I don't like awards. So I was telling, I think it was Don Dior. I was telling like, I was like, if any of my books is ever up for an award, if I win, I won't be there. <laughs> I said, I don't know what I'm going to send, but it'll be somebody funny. For to take the award in my place, but I just it's not my thing. Mm. Like Grammys and I'm like, ugh. You should send Jack. Oh, he would be can't piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. Or no, I'll send Jason to just crap all over me. Yeah. <laughs> You'd send me, man. I'll I'll stag I'll stag her up to the podium and puke all over that. Wait, then I could have done that. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> Yeah, a lot of us were joking about that one time, like about possibly doing something like that if we ever got to go. Hey, I would like to do like the Prince thing where he just, you know, all this fanfare and he gets up and just goes, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I got to go paint an elephant purple. (laughs) That'd be a blaster walk up and take the take the. A trophy and walk away without saying shit, <laughs> and throw it, spike it on the ground like a football, and just break right. it to pieces. <laughs> and do a victory dance. <laughs> I'm not sure I could do that with a Stoker because it's like basically its own Halloween decoration. That yeah. would seem like yeah. So oh, that's all right. I'll just get one at Spirit of Halloween. It'll be fine. Oh, there's. <laughs> Hunter's like bookcase will just be lined with a bunch of those from Spirit of Halloween. <laughs> I have yellow, yellow stokers, man. <laughs> yellow sticky note on the front. Hunter Shea, winner of the best <laughs> 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 Look at 
think stokers come with like little witches flying on brooms around battery operated oh they do now you just don't have it in your phone to know yeah You just really, yeah, you have to win one to know what they're all about. Man, they do other shit, too, but you can't know about it yet. Yeah, the stuff you post online, that's all marketing. It's not really what you get. Yeah. <laughs> they, they want you to think it's just a fucking statue, but really. That it's a little is, Halloween town, man. You know, I'm starting to go to places where I can't even say what I'm thinking that thing could do. So let's just. <laughs> I was thinking like a, like a Lemax town. I don't know where you were going with that, but. Yeah, really. Uh, I was <laughs> yeah. going in the wrong fucking directions. With that. I can this. <laughs> Special town. <laughs> <laughs> it's the secret place. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny tonight i was i was driving home from work and i'm talking to my friend shane and i was telling him i was going to be on the show he goes and now he doesn't know any of this stuff he's like oh man so what do you got to do like how do you prepare for this i'm like i'm just gonna drink and talk crap with these guys usually how it goes he goes really that's all i'm like yeah that's all yeah that was uh that was me uh, Rich was talking about some notes he had, and I said, eh, it's Hunter. I don't need any fucking no. <laughs> point. He's like, I have, two, I have two notes, and I've already burned one of them. So. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Yeah. Hunter Shea, everybody. Thank you, Hunter. Oh, yeah. Uh, he Dr. wrote a book called Misfits. Me off. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do, do tell us about Misfits, though. So, I mean, we all know about it. Um, I fucking loved it. Rich fucking loved it. Uh, you gave us the honor of beta reading it. Um, but tell our listeners uh, what that's yeah. all about. Yeah, you guys are my master betas. You were great. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody tells me I'm their master beta. <laughs> you know, I, I mentally I said to myself, I'm going to clean this up because we have a, a wonderful woman in our midst, but... No, it's devolved already. Are Sorry, you Laurel. fucking kidding? You I, fucking yeah, I know. I'm actually the one that devolves it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to be better, but I can't. I, I dropped motherfucker on your show. I right. mean, without yeah. a note, I didn't even know I'd done it. So I know. I told her about it. After. <laughs> I looked him up like, what? I was watching my language. Apparently oh, not close. That's okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think he broke the seal because everyone else is like, oh, you can say whatever you want on there. And Jack's like, no, you can't. <laughs> I, got, I got Jack to say it on there, too. It's good because we need to get it out of him more. Although, you yeah. know, what? I got to tell you, he doesn't really curse much in real life either. I think I, I was going to say, what the fuck is wrong with him? It looked like know. it pained him to say that when he when he read it on that episode. Damn Connecticut people. They don't know how to speak. <laughs> What were we talking about? Oh, Miss. Yeah, sure. Uh, what were we talking about? Folks? Well, <laughs> let me get another beer. <laughs> I'm drink, right now. I'm drinking Sam Adams Jack O Pumpkin Ale. Ooh. It's um, it's all right. <laughs> you know, Sam Adams Sam, never gets it right. It's Sam Adams, so you know it's yeah. going to be almost there, but never there. Yeah. Before this, <laughs> I was drinking. What was it? North Point. What is it? Mother Pumpkin Ale. That was pretty good. Yeah. Are you just, doing your your taste comparison yeah. of the pumpkin ales this year? 
I think we're gonna we're, I'm, I, we're gonna try to do it next week together because Jack is gonna risk me giving him coronavirus. <laughs> really worried about that. So there's gonna be two fucking bats in your belfry. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't think he wants to come here. Well, <laughs> this is the first time we go to his place. <laughs> He's like, you have like kids in their twenties who are out at bars and stuff. I'm like, yeah, uh, I don't want to be there. Yeah, fuck, I hate it, dude. <laughs> they got tested today. They're both negative, so all is good. That's I figure awesome. if they're negative, I am too. So, anyway, <laughs> Misfits. I actually wrote this for Jack because I was trying to come up with like some kind of like cryptid or urban legend or something that you know is kind of connecticut base and something he would like and i had it narrowed down between dudley town which is this weird kind of like haunted village in connecticut or the melon heads and i said i can have more fun with the melon heads so it's basically it's set in the 90s during the grunge era this is when this is when the party was over for me because i was full-on heavy metal glam rock i loved all that crap and then i got out of college i had no job and the world sucked I thought we yeah. thought we were going to fight in Iraq. And I was like, oh, grunge music. Yeah, this is perfect. And I could stop teasing my hair and just dress ugly and gross. And it felt good. It was f- very freeing. <laughs> so it's set in that era with five friends, three guys and two girls. They're like the hot, the high school stoners and the outcasts. But they're also I've always noticed that. And people say stoners, they think, oh, you're a fucking idiot and you're a loser. I'm like, no. When I grew up, stoners could be the smart kid with the, the, you know, the town whore and the kid who was the minister's son. I agree. So, <laughs> <laughs> so which one are you, Shane? Out of that, out of that. That was perfect. <laughs> Shane um, is a town whore. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it's it's the five of them. And, um, you know, one of them lives out in an Airstream trailer in the woods and his mother's gone. His father's gone. He's on his own. And um, the two girls go out to a bar one night, one of these bars that serves underage people back in the day when no one cared how old you were when you went out to drink. And uh, the girl's ex-boyfriend, the girl's ex-boyfriend's father rapes her brutally. And she's messed up, not to mention, not just physically but mentally and the gang gets together and the leader who is mick who is the craziest of them all says hey why don't we feed this fuck to the melon heads and they kind of most of the gang's like oh the melon heads don't really exist but if this is gonna get your rocks off i guess we'll play along for a little while and then things take a very dark turn from there i don't want to give away too much yeah that was the cheery part of the story that was um, but it's Look, fucking blast all the way through. It's pure mm-hmm. cinematic blood and violence and action and terror and, you know, all the things that help us sleep at night. Yeah, exactly. I I honestly, I was worried about this one because I'm like, oh, I wrote about rape, which this is such a weird world right now. And then I've gotten some people that have been mm-hmm. like, nope, did not finish. You know, this oh, yeah. happened, but. Rape happens, hate to tell you folks. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. how you handle it. My wife was raped when she was young and 
I took care of it in my own fashion back when I was 19 years old. These guys fed someone to the melon heads. Yep. I mean, you do what you do. I And, you know, I wish there were melon heads to feed fuckers like that, too. So. I was going to say, that seemed like a good idea, yeah. honestly. It does, but I have to tell you, when you take matters into your own hands, it feels so much better. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially when it's somebody who doesn't know who you are or why you're beating the living shit out of them with a squeegee at the gas station. <laughs> that Exactly. <laughs> Just wordlessly come up to them and start beating them and then walk away. And go, um, oh, yeah, good. that's that's how I always won fights. Walk up and start hitting on someone before they even fucking know I'm there. <laughs> with or without a squeegee? Uh, some, you know, with whatever the fuck was at hand. <laughs> yeah. Well, when we were brawling back in the days, when we were like thought we were the Jets and the Sharks, <laughs> I would always say what you do is you go for two places, the balls or the nose. Yep. One of those is going to end it in one punch. You just got to hope you don't miss. Yep. And that's what they teach you early on in martial arts, too, is aim for the soft parts of the face or the other soft parts of the body that are easily damaged. You break a nose and then you're like, oh, my night's free. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Exactly. And you don't get my homework early. (laughs) Noses don't really fuck your hand up all that much either. No. I mean, look, it still hurts. A jaw. Jaw is a different story altogether. You got to be committed to punch someone in the jaw because you're going to hurt. <laughs> it's teeth and it's hard. Exactly. No, the nose is perfect. Or you could do what I did once. I had a guy who used to just, he was five years older than us. And in this neighborhood, it was, you had to walk three blocks to get to like the main thoroughfare, the movie theater, the pizza parlor. And in our way was like these group of guys who were older than us who would just atomic wedgies. Pull your cheeks till you bleed, punch you, hang you on fences. It was like ridiculous. So as I got older, I'm in a nightclub and it was one of these clubs. We have to go down the stairs, like long stairs. And as I'm walking up the stairs, here's that ass. I haven't seen him in probably five years. He looks at me, starts calling me the names he used to call me when I was a kid. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. I just want to get out of here. So as I get up there, he starts with me. And then when. I think it was the bouncer asked him something. He turned his back. I just kicked him down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> he was like one of these like roided up cokehead lunatics, but his body just fell into a heap at the bottom of those stairs. <laughs> Go back and finish your drink now. <laughs> My friend was like, I, you, just, you just killed him. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Let's go home. fucking finish your drink (laughs) (laughs) after giving me wedgies till I bled out of my ass (laughs) I think all of that's fair I think this is all karmically even yeah this is before there were so many lawyers in the world (laughs) forget it now right god damn lawyers fucking lawyers (laughs) yeah Laurel <laughs> work for him. I am not one. <laughs> oh, honestly, I love my litigators. They're so mean. It's wonderful. Except for LFA, yeah. Mm. He's not a litigator. Ah, well. See? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's why we well, don't get along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. <laughs> he's, well, he's, he's just a dumbass. 
<laughs> and a big listener of the show. I don't work for the motherfucker. <laughs> oh, one day when I'm living on my royalties instead of using them for alcohol. Right. <laughs> You'll be What's the difference? No what. Well, yeah, that is living on. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but you can't really raise your kid on liquor. I mean, you can. Good. My parents did, but. You've seen him, right? He's. <laughs> I think you could take it. You know, I was, oh, actually, yeah. I was thinking all the all the places that you guys were like, yeah, disable him by hitting him here or here, and I'm like, yep, he does that. Mm-hmm. He does that. Yep. <laughs> you know, I find natural. that if you find that if you use your giant head to do shit like that, it doesn't right. hurt too much. <laughs> <laughs> My mother always used to brag. You know, I smoked and drank with you all the time when I was pregnant, <laughs> and you came out fine. My mom so, did too. <laughs> cut to years later when my shoulder keeps popping out, and like the by the twelfth time I'm in the emergency room, they go, "Oh, you have a birth defect." I'm like, "Son of a bitch! <laughs> you owe me one shoulder." I knew it. Dude, there's so much shit that our parents were just so wrong about. My mom used to brag about smoking and drinking, and in that time that she did peyote while she was fucking pregnant with me. Oh, geez. you know. And it, that ex- and it explains a lot, you know. But <laughs> smoked two Marlboro and had four drinks every day after work with you. I was fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, it's like who the fuck was worried about you at that point? <laughs> God damn! I wasn't even allowed to eat lunch meat for fuck's sake. Right? Like it's so different now. Oh shit. Oh, parents. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I've fucked up plenty, too. So We all do, especially yeah. with the first one. The second one, you're a little wi- a little wiser. Like, yeah. maybe I don't put the baby on the edge of the bed. Yeah. <laughs> God, they move fast, don't they? Yep. You think yeah. they're going to be fine, and then they're just gone. Just Note, to self. Note to self, don't lose the baby. my my first wife did that with my son lost him oh my god where in our apartment man looked all over the fucking place couldn't find the goddamn baby i was getting ready to call the cops and i just happened to lean down and look under the bed and for some fucking reason she pushed his bassinet under the bed what What the fuck is wrong with you she lost him in the bassinet dude yeah i thought thought he was crawling somewhere i was like i can see that they get small places no yeah Wow. He was, day, he was two days old. She placed him there. <laughs> it's like, mm. what the fuck oh. were you thinking? But she had such a vicious ass pregnancy. She's all fucked up on painkillers and shit. And she was just a total lightweight teetotaler. Um, yeah. Believe it or not, a hardcore Christian woman. Um, I have questions. Yeah, it, it, it didn't work. <laughs> First of all, how high up is your bed at that time? <laughs> It fits a bassinet and a baby under it. <laughs> Dude, do you know how small a newborn baby is in a bassinet, man? You can put that fucker under the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go make a new one so I can test this out. I'll be back. I'm you sure that, that will be totally worthwhile, man. We'll wait Honey, for the report. <laughs> take your pants off. Coming down. <laughs> uh, I hope she's uh, I not within earshot. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting for grandkids at this point. 
<sighs> no, back so, then, man, because I'm fucking ancient, we had these little plastic piece of shit fucking car seats that also served as their fucking bassinet and you just carry it into the house and i mean if you ever wrecked with one of those things the baby was going to fly through the windshield anyway but that was the law back then you had to have one you know so hey, how about when me and you were born moms yeah. held us in their laps in the front seat exactly no used to <laughs> Used to ride in the back of my dad's pickup all the fuck over the place. Oh yeah, and there were no seatbelts. They didn't even nope. exist. No you shit, we'd sit on the around. side of the motherfucker. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they're totally, and they're sitting up front smoking dubs and shit and driving along partying. You know. <laughs> I, feel, I don't know about you, Rich, but I feel like I'm trying too hard as a parent at this point. Yeah, right. I feel like I feel like I'm missing out on some stuff. Loosen you know, up. Yeah. Although I, I will admit when he was like, you know, yeah, you learn with the second one. Maybe you don't put them too close to the edge of the bed. And I cringed a little because I made that mistake. Dude, we've all done that. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't made that mistake, you've never had a newborn. Because they go from like meatloaf to yep. active in like 30 yeah. seconds you're like what the mm. hell <laughs> yeah. exactly you can put them down in a coma turn around and grab your tie and turn back around and they're on the fucking floor oh you know <laughs> the worst was my daughter my when she was one and a half we were in the poconos visiting somebody so we stayed at one of these crappy roadside motels it's just me my wife and her and we're in the room and my wife is taking a shower and i'm sitting there watching a cartoon with my daughter i turn my back my wife calls me for something. I go into the bathroom. I come out. My daughter's gone. We freak out. We find she has walked across the parking lot, and she's about to head into two-way traffic. Oh, my God. I, that is I, terrifying. I scream like, Star, stop walking! <laughs> I'm running like a And she was God. like, so she got all scared and everything. But, man, I was in the doghouse for about a month. Oh, yeah. rough. I'm like, I just turned around. She not only got out of the door, she closed it. <laughs> That's insane. They just like levitate. I, I don't understand it. Uh-uh. My daughter did that to me when she was probably four years old, three years old. Um, I, I was I went into the kitchen to make her lunch and walked back out five minutes later and she's fucking gone. We found her three miles down the hill and fucking tall grass just playing with her fucking dolls like it was Sunday. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> the only time in her life that she ever saw the kind of wrath that can come out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah well you gotta scare them into not doing those things again. exactly it's like and that's right there are times when uh discipline is necessary you know the fear of god is necessary See, now in our house it was there is no such thing as fear of god there is fear of me yep <laughs> god don't give a crap about you i know uh yep that's the thing uh, God's not here, so obviously he doesn't give a shit or he'd be paying the bills. That's so. right. <laughs> We're like, you know, we'll call the police. You know, the police are going to come. I'm like, screw that. Dad's here. I'm about to whip out the big dad voice. <laughs> Run. I'm just thinking I'm going to go out and buy a fucking leash tomorrow because <laughs> right. just like, what the fuck? A Three miles away and running into traffic. 
Oh my god. Yeah, one of those, those one of those cable runners for the yard. Yeah. They take years off your life, by the way. These kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the average age that you die would be 180 if it wasn't for children. <laughs> <laughs> even even other people's children. Yes. You're right. <laughs> You see the way other people don't pay attention to their kids. I don't know how many kids I've saved from different things over the years just by noticing what's going on around them. Yeah, I yanked a kid, little kid right off the edge of the curb, getting ready to step into one of the busiest streets in our city here one time, and his mother got fucking irate with me. Oh, of course. Oh, how dare you touch my child? Exactly. It's like, next time I'll let the motherfucker walk in front of that bus. Would you like that instead? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I was 18, I saved the kid from drowning at the beach. He was like way out there and screaming for help. And the lifeguards don't give a shit. And I just swam out there and brought the kid back. And the lifeguards were like, oh, didn't know. Oh, there you go. Crack yeah. squad here. Isn't that how uh, Friday the 13th started? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jason didn't know how to swim. <laughs> Look at all the carnage you prevented, man. That's amazing. Yes. It wasn't just one life you saved that <laughs> It was in New Jersey. Hmm. Yeah. It's the shortest fucking horror movie ever. I will relay yeah. something I don't think I've ever told publicly. We have um we had an autistic kid who lived uh, right across the street. And his case was so severe in the 80s that the family doctor moved in with them to study him and try to help the family and, and whatever else he was doing. So I'm hungover. You know, I'm in college. I'm it's like two in the afternoon. I'm like, oh, I can't get up. So I'm sleeping on the couch and I hear this commotion going on outside. So I get up. I go out. And I'm like, what's going on? Like somebody stole, stole, stole Christian. Somebody stole Christian. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what? Somebody stole Christian. He's gone. He's gone. Somebody saw somebody take him out of the yard because he used to hang out in the yard. I, and I remember, and my mother even verified, she goes, I just said, all right, I'll get him. And I got in my car, my beat up crappy Chevy Chevette from 1977, drove about a mile away and was like, I knew exactly where he was. I come up and I see him with this man and woman holding each of his hands. And I got out of the car and I just looked at them. I said, he doesn't belong to you. And I picked him up and he didn't like to be touched. So he's wailing and hitting me and spitting on me. And I just got him in the car and went back home, gave him to the mother. And the police didn't get there for another two hours. Jesus. And when they did, the mother did nothing but curse at the police nonstop. <laughs> and then I had to give my statement about, you know, what the people look like and everything. But we, all through this. My head is pounding, and I just want to go back to sleep. It was like, I swear to God, it felt like I was woken up to find that kid and then just go back, you know, just do do what I had to do and live my life. <laughs> it was God. the strangest moment of my life. It would that be. is crazy. But well, you do things, you know. I mean, you don't think about shit like that. You just do. Especially when you're young. Yeah. I'm sure at that time I was thinking, oh, man, I can't wait to get to that motel with my girlfriend later. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> and but you're first also, I have this other thing to do. Clearly. And you're yeah. also fucking immortal at that point in life, you know, so yes. you're more willing to take a risk, you know. 
I yeah. jumped off, I jumped off a of high rocks and swam out into the middle of the Clackamas River, which I was fucking terrified to do to pull my fucking cousin out of it. You know? <laughs> oh my god. And I didn't even think about it until afterwards, and then I sat there having fucking panic attacks for three hours. <laughs> Motherfucker, what did you do that for? Oh, you know, anger and fear, all these things, they're, yeah. they're little gifts that are given to us that we need them sometimes to make us do things that we wouldn't normally do. And you know what's bad about that, too, is you look back on shit like that. Like, I, li- I risked my life for a young kid who grew up to be the most crackpot, cracker motherfucker racist <laughs> that I've ever known in my life. It's yeah, like, but it's, it's the head of some militia right now, because we might need them. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the debates. <laughs> He'd be the head of the wrong one, man. Trust me. <laughs> um, him, and, him and the rest of those ilk live in Texas, so... You know you're no good when you're an ilk. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, man? My family comes from so many different kinds of white trash, though, that we're we're all pretty much fucking ilk. <laughs> yeah, you That's never hear be... anybody describe good people. Oh, you're ilk. Yeah. <laughs> Great people. You're ilk. Is that going to be your next one? I could read that. The ilk. ilk. The ilk. <laughs> the... <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, just don't name that fucker Shane or I'll haunt you. (laughs) If you're a mom who's breastfeeding, is it ilk milk? (laughs) I got a bottle of that ilk milk in the fridge. I don't know, but the next time a fight breaks out in my mom's group on Facebook, I'm going to use that. (laughs) Keep feeding your dumb baby more of that ilk milk. Take your ilk milk and shove it, bitch. Friggin' white trash. <laughs> Fucking Karen. Take your ilk Karen. milk, Karen. <laughs> I feel sorry for all Karens in the world. I do. I do when too. I say that, I mean women named Karen. Yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. their fault. It's not. <laughs> I, I would probably honestly change my name at this point, though. I know. I, I expected to see Karen Russell's book start coming out like Tina Fey or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd just lean into it if I was Karen. Since I dropped that, yeah, since I dropped that, by the way, Karen Russell is a fucking brilliant writer, so look her up. Okay. Really? I got to try that. What's the the book you think I should, like, the first Uh, one? A collection called Vampires in the Lemon Grove. Oh, I like the title. I think that's her. Now I've got that yeah, could it be is. an ADHD thing. Okay. Yeah. She also got Swamplandia. Yeah, they're all fucking great. Everything she writes is solid gold. The problem is there's not enough time. I feel like Burgess Meredith right? in the Twilight Zone. There were now yeah. there's too many. There's, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like I can't read outside my genre anymore because I just got to keep up with everyone who I love to read. It's it's mm-hmm. difficult. Yeah, I have to every now and then force myself to read outside of it or I start to burn out, but yeah. Not not near as often as I used to. I used to go through, you know, like quarterly year phases in different genres and now it's like 99.999% horror and Yeah. Something I mean, else thankfully there's 
so much to yeah. choose from and so much good stuff. You don't uh, have to slog through the crap, you know? And that's the thing, too. That's what something that Sadie Hartman and I have in common is we've been criticized before for not having any real super negative reviews, like not many less than four star reviews and things like that. But it's because we fucking curate what we read. Yeah. And review. Right. Yeah. You there know? were things that I started reading. I'm like, oh, OK, I might finish this. I might not. But either way, this will not be mentioned. It just it will go on Goodreads as I read it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because like you said, there's so much great stuff out there. Like, who the hell has the time to, like, write up, like, reviews for stuff that they don't like? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> the most worthless review good. I ever read was, I didn't even finish this. Well, thanks, fucker. So, <laughs> so you're saying you don't know <laughs> is what you're trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> it's so I got to say, though, I love E's reviews. E, oh, when I E goes do. on a tangent... Oh, and he no. hated something like I, I like I just I love reading his rage reviews. They're so fun. <laughs> See, I won't do that with books, but I'll do it with movies. I think yeah. because Dude, I, I write too. I tread lightly with writers, but for a movie, oh, like on Final Guys, we were just talking, and Tim was like, he goes, we were talking about something. Oh, some movie we just did, Vampires versus the Bronx, and I forgot to watch the movie. I just didn't have time. And Tim was hoping I'd be there drunk and just like flying off the handle. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the show when you just let it go. I'm like, this is why I'll never have a movie deal. Yeah. <laughs> the Dean Martin trip isn't popular anymore. No. Oh, God. I'm waiting to be canceled every day. <laughs> Sometimes I come close to canceling myself. Shut up, fucker. <laughs> I look at it this way. I pretty much work for myself, so you can't yeah. cancel me, motherfuckers. Exactly. I'm not going to fire me. <laughs> no. I'm going to give myself a promotion. Yep. Uh, pink slip in this department means good job, Hunter. Exactly. If you don't like me, I'll just make four more podcasts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Think I've been offensive already? I will claim disability, so I'm home all day and can do nothing but podcasting. I will start a podcast where I say things that I'm not allowed to say on this podcast. Imagine that this. shit. I'm allowed Wait, to stay in my house. What? Do we have rules? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> One rule. Don't use that fucking word. The word rule? See? God damn it. <laughs> That's why we don't have any rules around here. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure, because I'm pretty sure if there were any standards, we have tossed them out the window a long time ago. But. I think that's what we crushed into the dirt beneath our heels last week. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. What that was a really week? strong drink. It was so good. Uh, we had uh, we had a solo episode, um, and yeah. and um, I know that this will be a surprise to some people, but we can be sarcastic and irreverent. And get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, we have to go to confession after every fucking episode. Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you, Jack and I did a Monster Men uh, recently. We watched the Paul Lind Hollywood Halloween special. Oh, God. Mm. So I was like, dude, we just have to do like a whole episode on this. And I think I drank for seven hours before we started that show. 
<laughs> I just watched it tonight, and I'm like, oh, I was completely coherent. That's pretty amazing. But I just laugh. Just laugh for an hour nonstop. I'll <laughs> just take Paul Lind impressions. <laughs> that's the safest option. Yeah. yeah. Do Paul Lind impressions and laugh. Oh. Just like Todd Kiesling falls back on Batman. <laughs> yeah. Porno Batman. <laughs> Porno Batman. Porno yeah. Batman. Yep. <laughs> you know that's of, funny though i'm the same way hunter with movies sorry rich no you're good <laughs> but i will tear a movie apart and i have fun with movies man if i don't like a movie i've written negative reviews that made people watch the fucking thing you know yeah <laughs> amusing with your negativity i can attest to that for sure rich is one of them that's right <laughs> <laughs> by the way rich i meant to ask are you recording in or out of the closet uh, out of the closet this time. You sounded, you didn't sound so cloistered this time. Right? <laughs> yeah, he sounds a lot more hollow th- this time, huh? <laughs> yeah, in the spare bedroom this time. Look at you expanding <laughs> your universe. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. While Hunter's bouncing around in his attic and his. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna get bunny slippers for being up here so much. Such uh, a dirty, dusty attic. Uh, Hunter, I wanted to ask you something uh, about Jack, actually. Two things. One, um, I know you said you kind of wrote this because you wanted to do something for Jack, so you wanted to do like a Connecticut legend. So I want to put him on the spot, even though he's not here. Did did he read the book yet? And two. Because I haven't given it to him yet. Okay, well, that's 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 our dynamic. I have to write it, and then I have to get it given to me by my publisher so I can hand him a copy <laughs> and then he will read it six months later. What an elitist prick. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of paying him for doing all the editing on Monster Man. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Once a year you get a book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not, no guarantees it's going to be a good one. It's going to be yeah. a hundred book. Probably crap. It's all yours, buddy, in hardcover. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I bound up some shit for you, man. <laughs> the other no, thing I wanted you'd to. You'd have to write you. some first, though, Hunter. Sorry, Rick. <laughs> no, you're, you're good. I can. You never read Evil Eternal? <laughs> yes. Uh, are you going to make me talk about it? If you want to. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody just asked me recently, go, oh, is that book ever going to bring that back out? I'm like, no. <laughs> it, it was never meant to be a book, but it was one of those. I was with a publisher and they needed one fast. I'm like, I've got this graphic comic I was writing about. Take this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The the other thing I wanted to ask you about, Jack, is kind of like Laurel said earlier about the pumpkin ale episodes. Are you going to make Jack do another episode where you guys eat that disgusting shit you get from like the local corner store? He is hoping that coronavirus will stop this, but it's not going to stop this. I'm going to bring it to his house (laughs) because he fought this tooth and nail. He did not want to do this. I'm like, I don't want to do this either. Shit, I'd be all over that. That's fun. (laughs) Yeah, that was like one of my favorite episodes. Because, like, when we did, like, the monster wine tasting, they were all awful. And it's more funny when the shit you're drinking is terrible. 
like yeah. yeah these pumping and owls are i mean they're all pretty much the same give or take it's more fun when the stuff is gross so <laughs> yeah. i have ideas for thanksgiving this year that he's not gonna I'm not gonna like it either. <laughs> well, but what, it's what worth... are you getting from the corner store? I've not seen this. What? Well, oh no. man, you gotta remember... tell her the episode, uh, so, Hunter. We did a Thanksgiving episode where I prepared a Thanksgiving feast of just, like, the worst crap I could find in the dollar store and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh God! Like, boy, a can of wet boiled peanuts. Which oh. sounds benign. So it's not. It, that does not sound benign. This smell almost knocked me off my chair when we opened it. <laughs> baby food, baby meatloaf and stuff. Uh, but the can of like the Vienna sausages was the killer. I almost, almost, almost I'm vomited. stuck. I'm still stuck on those goddamn peanuts. Yeah. I'm yeah, thinking that's, right. is it, that's what you feed to human centipedes right there. <laughs> this will make a lot of shit. It is awful. But I have a menu. I've drawn it up. I'm going to bring it to his house. It's so. I'm like, what? You don't, you're not committed? This year, he's going to tell us because now we're audio too. He's going. This is going to play on audio. <laughs> yeah. gonna play on audio i'm like oh we'll just make it a video episode that'll be fine <laughs> hunter, hunter walks in drops all this crap on the table and says god bless us everyone oh. yeah. <laughs> my grandfather used to get the jarred pig's knuckles and just suck on these things oh. <laughs> and then my grandparents were from ireland and they were pig farmers so like i would sleep over on Sundays, you get Abbott and Costello. You're all happy. And then she's like, you want some bacon and bacon and toast? I'm like, yeah. She whips out like some Wonder Bread toast that's over-toasted and boiled fat strips of bacon mm-hmm. that are gray and quivery. And she yeah. just picks them up with a fork and lays it on a toast. And I would just cry till I peed my pants. And she goes, you goddamn scut, just have another butter and sugar sandwich. Which was her <laughs> other go butter and sugar. Oh, oh dude. Yes. We come from a similar background, and those are, yeah, staples. Butter and sugar sandwiches. What the hell? When you went to her house, she served you two things, stuffing and spaghetti. <laughs> it's a carbo load. Come on, kids. At the same I ha- time? Yeah. It was oh, stuffing with a side of spaghetti. <laughs> I would uh, go to my my dad's mom's house and get fucking you know sandwich spread sandwiches which is basically mayonnaise with fucking um relish in it (laughs) but when i went to my other grandma's house she'd pile fucking plates of bacon and eggs and fucking sausages and i mean she was like trying to kill you in the other direction she was killing you with kindness and love yeah Exactly. And it and I mean fall. and she would literally sit there and try to merge No, have some more. Have some more, Shaney. You know, grandma's like, supposed to be for. Because yes, <laughs> I had crazy Irish grandma who would serve me fucking boiled bacon and I had yeah. grandma that looked like Mrs. Butterworth making me monkey pancakes. Yeah. The grandma that used to give me the weird shit uh could never understand why her fucking dog was getting fat. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Let me tell you, dogs wouldn't even eat boiled bacon. <laughs> Fuck nobody no. should. Uh, yeah, and she'd you be lost like, me a gray and quivery. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, it's not that bacon that you get from the package. I got it from the butcher. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ. Like, I'm not, if, if I'm eat, if I'm eating something that quivers, it better get me fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the bottom of the bottle. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma was a wackadoo. Uh, you know, with all reverence, grandmas, both of you, all, all reverence. Yes. And also boiled bacon lady. So grandpa was emphysemic, would smoke four packs of cool a day. So while you're trying to <laughs> stare at this thing of bacon, that's just shaking like a jello mold on your plate. He's hacking up a lung and spitting big piles of yellow fucking sputum into this bucket he kept on his God. fucking couch it's scary how fucking similar you're fucking my my grandpa joe was a fucking hardcore cigar smoker and he kept a can sitting beside his chair that you didn't dare look into oh, and God. if he ever asked you to empty it for him you just turned around and walked away like you didn't fucking hear him <laughs> like oh. I would get sometimes your grandpa would cough so hard he'd cough his teeth into the bucket and go get my teeth out of the fucking pail. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying not to get any of this thick yellow stuff on my fingers. <laughs> the best we have is some weird ass brown soap to wash my hands with. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what was up with that? Grandma's soap was always fucking stained with something. <laughs> How do you stain soap? <laughs> it was that yellow stuff from the pail. I think my grandma had her stuff. <laughs> anybody on the dole in Ireland. This is what they give us. Mm. You can have it. We don't want it. <laughs> when, I, when I was a kid, we had to use rocks. <laughs> <laughs> We scrubbed ourselves with sand by the river. <laughs> Grandma soap had it, it produced no lather, and it had this caustic smell to it. <laughs> you find out it's like the soap made of people or something. It probably. <laughs> yeah, it's an old lady thing, man. My grandma had that stuff too. There's a name for it. My wife would know because she's an old lady, but I can't. <laughs> That's the end of that marriage. No. <laughs> My wife doesn't read me, listen to me, or fucking talk to me half the time. You know, You'll my... know when she starts, though, because she's going to come slap you upside the head. <laughs> Look, I've been doing Monster Men for 10 years. My wife always goes, what's the uh, the Monster Guys, the show? Whatever. You asked my wife what the name of our podcast was. She'd say, it has a name? <laughs> Dick Ice. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever get t-shirts i want that as an alternate we finally have t-shirts for monster men i think we just ten years I, have saw those. I finally yeah. got my shirt Ellen, my mask. I feel uh, I'm ready for the world now. Oh, yeah. I saw you guys had masks. I feel like I want to start, like, collecting podcast shirts. Like, everyone yeah. I've ever been on. And then I won't have to wear anything else. I just... 
Let's that could be the coolest or saddest collection of shirts of all time. <laughs> <laughs> the Monster Men one looks. The Monster Men one looks really cool. It's nice. Like the logo's huge on it too. It's like you can see that coming from Mars. Yeah, I got it. I gotta get one. Um, I think I told you in private before, Hunter. But like my, I I watch it so often that my daughter knows the theme song. Oh my God, that is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> when my kids hear the theme song, I go, oh. <laughs> I've made the be on the show a few times, and God, I'm like, you want to watch that episode you're on? No. <laughs> <laughs> Although they help out. They always help out behind the scenes. Like, they're always getting us beers and taking pictures and doing stuff like that. So they'll do that, but they want nothing to do in front of the camera. I'm, yeah, I'm not too comfortable in front of cameras either, generally. I hated it, but after a while, I'm like, whatever. Like okay. we, did, we did a gig out of Oxbow Park one time, and one of my friends filmed it. And he said, hey, man, you sound really fucking good. Watch this. No, fuck you. Get that out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, the hardest thing, like Monster Men and even Final Guys, I still do, where like I'll watch or listen to every like fourth episode. Because you're trying to like, find the weird things that you do all the time that you shouldn't. The quirks, So yeah. you can get rid of them. <laughs> but the only one I kept, I keep is like, oh, my God. Because now I got a lot of people going, oh, my God, that was like nine oh my gods. I got drunk last night. I'm like, all right, I'll keep that for you. Yeah. <laughs> mine's, bad. mine's better. People count how many times I say unfuck that. People base drinking games on it. I use that in real life all the time. I'll say, as Shane would say, and they're like, who? That's unfuck that. <laughs> If you don't know Shane, you need to unfuck that. <laughs> a lot of people say Shane, they'll think my friend Shane. I'm like, no, no, the other Shane. Who's the other Shane? The one I'm not friends Shane. with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, all these randos will be fucking following me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, like that guy on Dick Heist, Shane. Exactly. <laughs> um, next time we have someone on, I'm gonna and I have to. MC, I'm going to be like, welcome to Dick Heist. <laughs> you know, going to take your dick. <laughs> I've marked that timestamp. I'm going to oh, add man. that. I'm going to add that to the intro. We nice. going to take your dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something about the, you guys just class this up every time. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, we are the crew, man. If you ever just want to get stupid, this is the place to come. <laughs> yeah. You like the Dick Cabots of 2020, but with cursing. <laughs> I was about to say, fuck Dick Cabot, that fucking straight laced piece of you, shit. You get the real us. That's You bring out the essence of all yeah. of us. Um. Yeah, and that's kind of why we do it that way. Plus, it's too much mm. work to be serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this year, screw being serious yeah. at this point. Just let it ride before the revolution comes and tears the country apart. <laughs> and, and we managed to get really fucking good things out of people, you know. And it, speaking of which, since we added Laurel to the team and got someone with a fucking brain, um, <laughs> a, a question that she answers or asks, she told you someone with a fucking brain at least <laughs> stoned. Um, 
She asked people a lot about their writing process. You know, are you a pantser, an outliner, and how, you know, you come about, you know, developing and putting a story together. And I like that question, so I just asked you that. I would be a pantser if I wore pants while I write. <laughs> yeah. I thought um, I get that. So you're a pantsless? I like to just write in the nude. I think I feel more free. Oh, so since it's that region, you're an asshole. Uh, totally. I do, I do body shots off myself while I write. No. I am a pantser. I, I, I had to do like an outline for one book once, and I hated it. And then I just went off track anyway. And I was like, oh, that outline sucks anyway. Because I think you, the story comes to you the more you, the deeper you dig into it. And I, a lot of people will read my books who go, I never saw that ending coming. And I'm like, yeah, either did I. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that until I wrote it. And sometimes if you subconsciously or even consciously think, all right, this is where it's going to go. It never goes that way. Yeah. But it's shocking, too, though, when I think about people um, who write that way, the way you write. um, And like some of them, like we had Tiffany McDaniel on a while back. She writes these fucking doorstops of books you know and they're really really good but she doesn't know shit about them going into it's amazing <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. what tell you the brain's an amazing thing don't try to don't try to outthink it let it do its thing yeah it really is um i can't outthink my brain my brain is far too smart for me <laughs> <laughs> i actually i like where it goes i'm like i'm always surprised Usually pleasantly, sometimes like, what? Oh, but I like that character. All right, if you tell me, if you wrote it, I guess it's, that's where it's, the way it's got to be. But I kind of <laughs> like that. And I feel if I'm being surprised all through it, so are the readers. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, but th- And that's not to denigrate outliners either. Um, no, you know. it's whatever you're comfortable with. <laughs> Laura, um, are you an outliner? I am, yeah. Oh that's god, right. I, that's awesome. Out, outliner is a docile way to describe it. <laughs> no, it's something, it's something that we do kind of giggle about because yeah. sometimes we ask that question and like, I don't know, people fucking outline, they're insane, you know, or whatever. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> I know. Sickos. No, I just think <laughs> different strokes. I did oh, a, yeah. I ghost wrote a book for a New York Times bestseller a couple of years ago. So like that, I had to produce it, the synopsis was like twenty pages. It was like beat for beat what's going to happen in the book. That's the closest I've come to like an outline that I stuck to. But 150 pages in, I realized for the next 150 pages, it was my own voice. And I'm like, son of a bitch, I got to rewrite the back <laughs> half of this book. I was so mad. Was it uh, was it Shane's favorite author, James Patterson? <laughs> the, the problem with the problem with ghostwriting con- contracts is you can't actually yeah, you can't disclose but i can tell you it ain't him when it he started him. doing those book shots yeah those, those little books or whatever somebody came up hey do you want to write for him like no no <laughs> uh, and i had i had someone just get 
fucking irate with me on Twitter one time because I made a joke about, and yesterday James Patterson re- released 35 new books. All, <laughs> all, all by himself. Yeah, and all of them overnight sensations. <laughs> so a J- James Patterson fan obviously fucking ripped me a new one and then quickly blocked me before I could respond to him. But Aww. it's like, yeah, they, the, the hardcore fans get hardcore about it. Yeah. I mean, good for him. He's made a shit ton of money. He makes people read. Anybody who can get people to read is yeah. Hey, good for you. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's just I don't want to be part of that. I assume that's like you know forty people chained to a basement with a typewriter. Yeah, yeah, that's kind <laughs> of what I think. need more books. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not the way I want to do it. I'd yeah. rather write for dead people who everyone thinks is still alive. I'm gonna throw you to the gimp again. <laughs> pride fucking with you <laughs> when i did that <laughs> when i ghost wrote that book i remember my wife said she goes are you sure you want to do that because your name's not going to be on the cover i said my name's on the check right that check is fat i'll take that every day of the week same <laughs> that's such a strange yeah. concept though like to i mean to do it and get the money, yeah. But like, if you're, I don't know. I guess I don't understand that. If if you're the writer who are people are ghostwriting for you, I don't understand. It's I guess that that's business at that point in time. Yeah, it stops being art at that point, I think, and becomes business. It is, and if you're lucky, the person you're writing for is dead. I <laughs> said so that I can see. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're kind of continuing in an estate. Uh, you know, a, a universe that's already created, but otherwise it's just cheating. Yeah, yeah, I it's agree. It's like, oh, I, I hired a prostitute to go have sex with my spouse because I'm busy. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> Wait, you can do that? Stop. <laughs> that can be done. I, can't. I, can't. I, am, I know exactly what I'm asking Santa for Christmas this year. My wife's very busy. Hey, honey, would you like a break this Christmas? <laughs> Oh, she's going to be all over that, isn't she, Hunter? Oh, Laurel, you just, like, just fixed my wish list tenfold. He just Did changed I... his life. This podcast either going to be the death of my marriage or a rebirth. I was going to say, next week, Hunter's wandering down a New York City sidewalk with a fucking toilet seat laid around his neck and his hands around his ankles. <laughs> All I need is this book and this microphone. I don't need anything else. Mm. We're learning so much here, kids. Uh, we really do. That's you know, people always tell us how educational our podcasts are. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's why I asked you about that whole writing thing, so at least we could get a little bit of that in. Yes, there we go. Well, we're all sitting here destroying our reputations. <laughs> I've got nothing to destroy. It's all good. I just oh. feel bad. Laurel, you're just going to get... Nah, Maybe you should see, disassociate yourself quickly. Our, see, our, our reputation is just that we have a bad fucking reputation, so you can't make it bad. Hey, it can't be that right. bad, because you guys yeah. are getting awesome, awesome writers on this podcast. I mean, the creme de la creme. Um, yeah, because I get in their fucking faces. 
or some salt. <laughs> cream, cream. Nah, we, we have lucked out with that, man. We've gotten some yeah. really good people agreeing to do it. Um, people that I never thought would, but uh, you know how it goes, Hunter. I'm Irish through and through, and I'm not afraid to ask God if he wants to be on the podcast, you know, because so, all they're going to do is tell me no. Exactly. Just like you know? um, I'm a big UFO guy. I mean, I've thought many times of just ditching fiction writing just to do UFO stuff. I'm not going to today. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I've been trying to like, get like this guy, Ryan Sprague, who was like, he's like the new voice of UFOlogy. And I reached out to him a couple of weeks ago. I said, hey, do you want to do Monster Men? And he was like, yeah. I'm like, holy shit. So whenever we have people on Monster Men, maybe I'll prepare like a question or two like you guys did tonight. This guy, I've got like three pages. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to weed it down and like calm myself down a little bit. But yeah, I mean, you ask and you never know. Like when we got Lyle Blackburn on, who I think, you know, he's so cool. He does all the cryptozoology and small town monsters. It's just just ask. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And if you can't get the author, find out who the fuck their publicist is for whatever they're trying to promote. That publicist will kick their asses and make them go on the podcast if they can. <laughs> exactly. You guys ever have Joe Lansdale on? Um, not yet. I'm, I have uh, started making steps toward that. I know who to contact to make that happen now. That's He's, uh, he's on my bucket list. I God, think, me too. You know, I have three days off now, which I'm dedicating. I take random days off during October just so I can watch, like, over the course of three days, watch, like, 20 horror movies. <laughs> In between that, I might ask him. I, I, I Literally, like, I start as soon as I got home today. It's like, give me a beer, give me a cigar. I, I'm trying to finish up that horror series, Marianne, that French series. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. I've got one episode to go. Like, when I'm done here, I'm going to go finish that. I, I just want to interrupt real quick and say that I fucking hate Netflix for canceling that series. I I don't. Wait think a second, they it. canceled it. Mm -hmm. They they extended it a season and then changed their fucking minds. Oh, yeah. Like the glow, uh, that one I'm pissed off. At. <laughs> yeah. I freaking love Glow. But whatever. There are some they say there's only going to be three seasons of this one, and I'm so in love with it by the end. I'm like those motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Here's they told the you before they ever put it out. <laughs> Anyone doing a series at Netflix, just make a three-season arc. Don't like yeah, end yeah. the third season on a cliffhanger because you're not getting the fourth. Yeah, yeah, that pisses me off. It's kind of like with those fucking Marvel films that Netflix left them at their fucking cliffhangers, you know? <laughs> well, isn't Disney supposed to restart those? Wasn't that the idea? Yeah, but, I mean, come on, it's Disney, man. Yeah, could you imagine, like, a Punisher Disney series? Oh, I... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. His partner is Daffy Duck. You're dead, folks! Come on! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. My pal's gonna to shoot one. your fucking balls off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, fuck it. Now I watch it. Mickey one. I used to be able to do that. Mickey that one. That perfect. You, there's a joke that that uh, says uh, the judge asks him why um, 
he thinks that uh, whoever that girl mouse's name is, Minnie. Yeah. Minnie, yeah. Why he thinks she's crazy. And he says to the judge, I didn't say she was crazy. I said she's fucking goofy. <laughs> 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 Did you say Bugatti? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> you know, I so did not say Bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> These Please are the tell me you want to see at Disney. We're gonna pay. Yes. <laughs> I wonder how long until we get a cease and desist from their lawyers. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, help me, God. Walt Disney's head is gonna. Bash your skull in. Got it. It, you know what, man? Hunter's Hunter is the Beyonce episode. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Rich was fucking terrified that I missed her. <laughs> Dude, you're so dead. <laughs> oh yeah, don't piss off the uh, Beyonce, please. <laughs> please. She yeah, it's is, not uh, her you have to worry about. It's those followers of hers that you have to worry about. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm bizarre. I'll say right now, she sings like a nanny goat. What an out <laughs> Hunter Shea, everybody. <laughs> good night. <laughs> got some good songs. I mean, I'll give her credit. Or Jay-Z. Jay-Z is giving her some great beats. Where Like even I, Jack and I can make a hit out of some of those beats. Now, now we gotta hear that. <laughs> oh, 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 no. <laughs> I was gonna say no. We really don't have to hear that. <laughs> Catch me at karaoke at one o'clock in the morning. Get me, get me some liquor at me and a karaoke mic, and you're all fucking screwed. <laughs> and this oh, is how oh. we get kicked out of the Stokers. Exactly. Yeah. Can you imagine go up to receive an award and start singing karaoke? All right. What would be your go-to karaoke song? Oh God, I don't know, man. I couldn't really say anymore. I haven't sung karaoke in so long. The last time I sung karaoke, I sung really syrupy James Taylor to my ex-wife, and it makes me sick to even hear it now. <laughs> Oh my James Taylor. <laughs> you just sucked the fun out of karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. The country songs are are fun karaoke songs, and I hate country music. Just for the record, <laughs> I like some of it. Yeah, but I like I was my daughters used to go to a karaoke bar all the time, and I went there one day to hang out with them for like an hour, and I went to the guy I'm like, "Do you have any smithereens?" He's like, "Who?" I'm like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. You don't. I'm only here for the smithereens. If you don't know how to do blood and roses, I'm out of here. You didn't nah. get like some rock lobster or something like that. Rock lobster. Look, I was so. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't so. Trust me. If you're doing strobe light by the B-52s, you know that. If you ever hear that song, that is a okay. fun song doing karaoke. <laughs> All right, post quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If that ever happens. Yeah. So, so that Smithereen song was that your go-to hunter, or do you have a different one? I, you know, I've been in, I was in bands for a long time, and I just always wanted to do a Smithereens cover band. I don't know why. I just love their, I don't know, I love their vibe. 
But any band I was in, I was like, hey, you want to do a Smithereen song? Uh, no. all right fine i ended up doing a lot of um the last band i was in in the 90s i did a lot of smither not smitherings uh rage against the machine and acdc i did a lot of acdc i love acdc i would do like a show and then like for two days i'm like i can't talk can't talk (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how that guy did it it's amazing. Um, yeah, and the trick to doing it is don't. Just sing with your <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking voice. <laughs> you're like two songs in, you're like, wow, all I taste is copper. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody hears you say it. Did somebody put pennies in my drink? What's, right? why do we... Oh, I no, think, I'm bleeding. I think Good. I swallowed glass. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do a thing. We, uh, especially this club we were at, it had uh, the stage and there was the men's room and ladies' room off to the wings of the stage. So if people started to like go to the bathroom, man or woman, as I was singing, I would follow them in the bathroom. <laughs> and there was nothing like serenading behind a dude trying to piss at the urinal and screaming a Rage Against the Machine song in his ear on the mic. <laughs> Or kicking stall doors in while women are trying to be <laughs> singing like the Clash <laughs> to the point where like you know after we I did it so many times nobody would go to the bathroom when we were on stage and I was like everyone is too afraid to go in there because they know what you're gonna do. All the, yeah, you see a fucking rush for the bathroom right before. Magoo's <laughs> <laughs> going on. All right, I'm out of here. I gotta <laughs> pee in the alleyway. The fucking the fucking DJ. Okay, everybody, announcement. Hunter stays up next. <laughs> not gonna be <laughs> I used to tell everyone all the time, I am not a singer. I'm a performer. <laughs> I'm just here to entertain. I'm actually oh. thinking how useful that would be as a chick in a bar, because I would just deal with you coming in and kicking in the door rather than standing in line for 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah, I know shit. I could have I could have volunteered to escort people through the line. Yeah, because I mean, fuck thing. that line. My uh, Thinking, ex-wife. Uh, should I stay or should I go? She's coming in with me. <laughs> <laughs> I would have so fucking taken advantage of that because bitches no are slow. Shit. God, they're slow. <laughs> My uh, ex-wife, when she was God, probably eight months pregnant we were at a concert i don't remember which one and she had to piss and i mean you we've all pretty much know what pregnant women who have to piss are like mm-hmm. um and it's the like women's plus year old men who have to piss all night <laughs> <laughs> and the women's room all the fucking stalls are full and there's a huge fucking line you know at an intermission and so she goes to walk into the men's room, you know, where there's a there's a line there too, and someone goes, "Hey!" and she turns room goes, "Hey, fuck you! I'm pregnant. I'm pissed, and I gotta pee." <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, guys are much more forgiving of women coming in there. Yeah, we're like, yeah. oh, all right, that's cool. Yeah, we're... they weren't pissed because she was going in. It was because she didn't wait her turn. She was cutting the line. <laughs> exactly. Any girl can come in the men's room. We're like, that's fine. It doesn't work the other way around, by the way. So anyone listening, it does yeah, not. Don't do um, that. Don't it does do not that. go well, unless you're creating the off uh, pay for the privilege. Yep. 
in this day and age, people are afraid of women that belong in the women's room. So dudes, stay out of the women's room. And also, like, watch the age at which you bring your – like, I totally get, you know, not want to, like, leave your child out there or whatever. But when I've got a nine-year-old peering in the fucking stall at me, I'm like, nope, too old. Get the fuck out. Right. <laughs> yep. You know what? That kid, is, <laughs> that kid is damn near old enough to get a boner. Get him the fuck yeah. out of the bathroom. <laughs> you know what? You're giving him – you're setting the bar for all his fantasies to come. So it's kind of an honor. I'm not touching that motherfucker. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Don't bet on it. <laughs> yeah, nine is a little old to be there. I'm just saying any age at which they're actively trying to peer in at you in a right. creepy fashion, that is the cutoff. That's the cutoff. You're done. Yeah, you know, absolutely. If, you, if your 12-year-old is standing in the corner behaving himself, I don't care. But, yeah. If your 12-year-old no. needs to be in the bathroom with you, you have lost the whole fight. Yep. <laughs> yes. That 12-year-old is doomed. Although, I don't know. You guys tell me these stories about children wandering into traffic. Like, at what point? But that's little. <laughs> little, little. 12? Come on. Oh, children are fucking... But children are vicious, too. Your children are always in danger when they're with other children, more so than any other time. Um, trust me on that. Listen, when Tiny's not allowed to do anything, I'm going to let him know why. <laughs> See, me and my me and my cousin Angela and my sister Shannon one time took my lovable little sister Kim and wrapped her up in a sheet and laid her down in the middle of Gleason Street, which was two-way traffic, four lanes, and a, and a center lane. We laid her down in the center lane and said, guess where you're at, and took off her. <laughs> <laughs> and oh you say God. Kim doesn't like you? That's so weird. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't like any of us much. She's doing time for murder, too. Holy no. cow. Well, <laughs> no, nah, we didn't leave did her there. <laughs> I put my sister in a shopping cart and let her go down a hill into traffic once. Dude, I got in so much trouble for even, I mean, even though she didn't die or anything, the fact that I laid her in the middle of the street wasn't acceptable. No, that's a beating. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was a Shane motherfucking Douglas fucking Keen moment. Welcome to my backhand. Yep, the words that mean you're gonna bruise, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been a mom for that long, but yeah, I'd backhand you too, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we deserve it. You deserve it. The house we're in now is the house I grew up in. Um, Boys. And oh. my mother likes to point out the cracked tiles in the kitchen. Go, yeah, that's where I put your dad's head into the wall. <laughs> like, yep, I remember. Yep, I remember. Kinda. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my stepmom still has the fucking Daisy phone that she brained my dad with too. Ooh. <laughs> they were mean to each other. <laughs> yeah, really. It's like a commemorative plaque by that broken tile. And and it's like a point of pride. Your dad was such a jerk that day. I'm like, did I really deserve that? That's a pretty big crack, and that's a big tile. (laughs) That was concussion number three. Sure, I have CTE. But you don't get to find that out till you're dead. I don't remember you doing that. Well... <laughs> your eyes rolled up in your head, and I put you to bed. And you yeah. to bed. 
failed every test you took for the next week. God. But yeah, kid, kids are meaner than fuck, though. It's like my sister Shannon used to just torture me. You know, because, like, she knew I was terrified of spiders, and she'd chase me around with fucking spiders and shit all the time. And then one day she made the mistake of saying, you can't do anything about it because I can kick your ass. And I picked up a lamp and bashed it in her head. And they, they don't break near as easy as they're supposed to. Don't fucking believe what you watch on TV. Other people's skulls or? No, neither one. Both, both remained intact. Damn, that's <laughs> bullshit. That's false advertising. But, but one was altered in appearance for a good long while. <laughs> altered in appearance. <laughs> <laughs> what would happen if the four of us ever gathered in the same place over drinks? Uh, we'd you probably get never really leave. Drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, Lord. get really drunk and get 86 and go to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yes. What's your after hours there, kind sir? It's nine o'clock at night. What? <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <sighs> this is why you yeah. guys had the best show ever. Anything goes. I love it. Um, and you're probably one of the best guests ever, too. I'm trying oh, to... It's only because I love you three. Yeah, same here, man. It's, I, it's I, mutual. Definitely. I'm, I'm, in, I'm encircling you all in a giant bear hug right now. Can you feel it? I can I feel can. it. I can. <laughs> yeah. I'm, so, I'm, I'm circle hugging you all back. Shane. This is weird. Is that a roll of quarters in your pocket? Get your hand off of that, Hunter. (laughs) Damn it, Shane. Never get too close to you. You know when you touch me there, I do that. (laughs) Taking an abrupt left turn. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You can even... You're welcome. It was a smooth segue, but um, but I, I do want to make sure that I say something about it before uh, anything else happens. <laughs> the next disaster occurs. <laughs> I, I I want to circle back around to the book for me. Oh yeah, this fits. Um, because it's also so, yes, as Shane said, it's cinematic. There's there's goriness. It's very you know, lots of action, and everything. But it is also I don't want to ignore the fact that it's very character driven. Um, I really, I really liked these kids. I really liked, uh, you know, the kind of, it's not like there was a whole bunch of exposition that you had to sit through or anything, but, but you, you know, you really bring them out and, and I really found myself very much rooting for them and also really wanted to kick their parents' asses most of the time. Oh, the parents all sucked. Yeah. Even the good ones kind of sucked. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like a lot of people go, oh yeah, the misfits, those are the melon heads. I'm like, no, that's the kids. Yeah. yeah, the kids are the misfits. Yeah, it, it's like anything you write. It's if it's the character. It's never. It's the monster is secondary. Yeah. It's all about. It's all about whoever your main characters are. I love those kids because me and my friends, you know, were those kids. Um, so yeah, same here. Same. I think most of us in this community were those kids. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> but, <laughs> mm. But all my friends were stoners, like all yeah. of them. But the funny thing was, like, we'd sit around, you know, you talk, you're bullshitting and stuff. 
And they go, dude, man, you come up with weirder shit and you don't even smoke. I'm like, I don't need to. Yeah. Something's wrong. Yeah. Check out the tiles in my house. Something's <laughs> wrong. I'm just sitting here thinking how this might be a regional thing because I'm like, I don't know. In Kentucky, alcohol is delivered in a jar by a guy named Lebo. <laughs> I am not even close to making that up. Oh, nope. See, here it was like when we were teenagers, there was like one place you can always buy beer from, and you'd buy like a six pack of Budweiser nips, which I don't even think they make anymore. And you each drink a beer in the woods. And you're like, ooh, I'm so crazy, man. And maybe you could steal a bottle of schnapps from someplace. God. But when I was in the 80s, I mean, it was mesk was the big thing and there was no way i was going to take a pill and coke which none of us could afford so, okay i tried all i tried all of that shit for you hunter several thank times you. <laughs> thank you very much shane for taking on the team. any anything for a friend how how was a mess kai um it wasn't bad though you had to get used to with mesk and peyote both the fact that you usually vomit first Oh, well, um, that's so, oh, yeah, yeah, because it, it it makes you very fucking nauseous. <laughs> I don't think you could have found peyote in the Bronx. Um, you be, <laughs> yeah, out here in Oregon, you can find pretty much anything if you really want it bad enough. I didn't even know that there was peyote till I was like thirty. Ah, uh, when I was, yeah. what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I never did that, so I just have been told about that. But, yeah, the mesk was a really, really, basically, you know, your typical acid high with a sharper edge. But, um, yeah, I didn't like the overall experience at all. My parents did. They did it all through my mom's pregnancy with me. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so. So all you kids <laughs> listening, write in and tell us how your mesk experience has been. <laughs> uh, compare it to your acid trip, your peyote trip. Uh, yeah, this has been a PSA. If you don't want to be like Shane. And don't... anybody who does write in, you get a Dick Heist t-shirt. <laughs> um, and, Gary... uh, and our 10th caller gets their Dick Heisted. Yep. <laughs> Surprise, you're now so if you, if you want to risk that for a t-shirt, be my fucking guest. Here's my number. <laughs> I called into this podcast number and now I don't have a dick. Right. The very first one of you motherfuckers that calls me is your uh, number ten. Congratulations. Oh, no. No. Oh. Dude, then talk like Mickey Mouse the rest of your life. I, I recommend you never play Russian roulette. <laughs> oh now I wanna ask you all right. Do you what? ever write drunk? I do. I haven't, no. I, yeah. But, I mean, honestly, right now I'm pretty much always running on a mild bourbon buzz, so. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's like, well, yeah, because I still want to be a writer, but it, I'm not going to alter the fact that I'm a fucking raging alcoholic, Hunter. Shit. No, you got to be you. <laughs> I mean, I've had moments, I mean, I've written drunk, and sometimes I'm like, oh, man, that came out really good. And sometimes I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> I won't get inebriated and write. I know when I'm at the stage where writing is futile. 
Well, uh, there's a limit. Where you go. Yeah. Uh, I can't even watch something on Netflix right now. I'm so <laughs> exactly. I've been yeah. there. <laughs> it's kind of like when you realize you just read the last sentence 25 times. <laughs> yeah. And still can't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> and you no longer know which book you're reading. <laughs> Why are y'all reading so much drunk? God, drunk is the time to relax. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If I'm like drinking, I'm like, I'm YouTubing. Yep. Yes. I do a lot of that when I'm drinking because I that's also something my wife won't do with me. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe because you called her an old lady. That's no, it's, a good point. <laughs> it's because we can only afford one fucking alcoholic in this house. It is expensive. <laughs> it, it's um, beer is way expensive. All booze is expensive now. The prices have jacked up since coronavirus. Jack is a good word because I we've been talking about Jack Campisi and I feel like a jackass because I've interrupted Laura like 25 times in the last two minutes. <laughs> I have been waiting demurely to speak. My feelings are hurt. <laughs> are we on designing women? <laughs> Was that Gene Smart? <laughs> Don't make her whip out her Scottish. <laughs> she does that when she's really drunk. Oh, well, the next time I want that from the beginning. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm going to do that. And then one day, like, Jim McLeod's going to call up and, like, fucking cuss me out for. Yeah. Or <laughs> you may whole... get a role in the next Shrek movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get, Laurel gets to be their kid. <laughs> Little Thank Fiona. You. I'm not sure how to take that shit, really. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh Laurel, you look like you could be the offspring of the fucking Shrek monster stinker. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to make a girl feel special. <laughs> now you can speak it. If we put on train spotting, can you understand half of what they're saying? I have never seen train spotting, but I will give that a shot. Mm. If you want to see true horror, just the toilet scene. <laughs> That's the most horrific thing probably ever put in movies. Because know, no one man. films the bucket story you told us earlier. <laughs> I, I watched I watched a film when I um, watched Joe Bob Briggs, whatever the fuck, one time in my life, um, where a guy drilled a hole in a woman's brain and then sucked brain matter out through a Blood straw. Blood sucking freaks. Yes, yes, thank you. That Holy one. cow! That and another, insane. and they also were, you know, playing darts with on a target that was painted on a woman's ass, and that uh, movie is ridiculous. Yeah. Fuck, tell me about it, dude. <laughs> I remember when he was doing like the count. He goes seventy six breasts. I'm like seventy six breasts, <laughs> right? <laughs> I forgot about the drive-in totals, man. The one, the Phantasm two one was fantastic. It was like he was doing the count off. It was like we got Grandma Tossin. Uh, I wish I could remember the rest of them. I don't know. It's fucking insane. Yeah, I haven't. I just the only reason I haven't watched them is because I rarely have time. Um, See, and when, now that he's on Shutter, me, Jack, Jason, a bunch of us watch it together on Friday nights every time it's out. It's really fun because we're all drunk. Let's just see I still who can feel like this longest. is this is such like a fount of information because like I feel like 
you could say, what was that movie? And you could say the most random ass shit. And, and you guys would just know. Yep. It, you would just like, I mean, it's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt, we're in it. We're and, total you know, horror nerds. We're all such fucking nerds, though. It's like um, when when uh, fucking Darcy, the male girl, followed me on Twitter, I like got drunk and celebrated and told all my friends about it. And by the you way, know? she will respond to your tweets all the time. I know she does. I'm trying to get her on Monster Men. It blows me away. I would fucking love to get her on. The best part is Jason is a Joe Bob like lunatic. Like he's in love yeah. with Joe Bob and Darcy. And I want to get her on Monster Men just to say, yeah, she didn't want to come on Final Guys with you. <laughs> <laughs> she, she said she wasn't really interested in that other dweeb. But she yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> she said she met you already and she was kind of creeped out. So <laughs> she's going to hang with yeah. us. Yeah. He gave her really bad, bad vibes, man. <laughs> Even Joe Bob thought you were a creep. That would end our friendship. <laughs> and I, I, I don't think he'd ever forgive me. As much crap as we give each other, I think that's the line right there. Is it? It's over. But I'm willing. I got enough friends. I don't need him anymore. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you've got Tim Meyer on now. So. I, I was going to yeah. say. You know? We're fine. Uh, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> Tim takes so much crap. He I, is a trooper, man. Which is great because I've been taking crap for three years, and it's nice to have it like spread around, and I can give him crap now. It's for his awful, awful taste of movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when I I got eviscerated by someone for reviewing dark crimes in a poor light. Um. So I, I can I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know what Dark Crimes is. Is that uh, the Jim Carrey movie that you did? Yeah. Yeah. Where he he walks around in the dark going, hmm, a lot. That sounds and terrible. It was fucking terrible. Fuck you, Jim. Oh, recent. <laughs> I thought this was like some shit he did back before. Oh God. Nah, I reviewed mm-hmm. it on horror. DNA and it's I didn't like it. Hunter's probably sitting there going, I loved that movie. No. no that Tim, probably, it's, yeah. Tim probably likes the Blu-ray. <laughs> I make fun of him, but actually lately we're kind of agreeing on stuff, which is scaring the shit out of me. Oh yeah. <laughs> the, the pandemic is causing all of us to de- to devolve some. So, you know, it's understandable, man. I condemn him for liking the Shining miniseries more than the movie. But I applaud him for introducing me to the Greasy Strangler. Yeah. That's the two sides of But doesn't he like uh, the Book of Shadows, too? Oh, my God. He made us watch that. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was his pick. That movie sucks. And I love the Blair Witch. Yeah. When we can get together again, first thing I'm going to do is kick him right in the nards. Before I shake his hand, well, I'm going to get that out of the way because I spent money for that piece of shit. Yeah, you can shake his hand when you're helping him up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, and if he complains, tell him it could have been worse. The last guy got kicked down the fucking stairs. <laughs> right. I went easy on you, brother. Didn't break your nose, hit you with a squeegee, or he put you down the stairs. <laughs> God, I miss my youth. Me too. 
It was ever so much more gloriously violent than it is oh. these days. Nowadays they go, oh, what can I do? And maybe I can like fuck him up on Facebook or call my lawyer. <laughs> right. Fuck <laughs> him up on Facebook. <laughs> it's like, back in the old days, like, hey, John, you want to go fuck this dude up? Yeah. yeah, let's go. Yeah, let me get my baseball back. Yeah. <laughs> should, should I bring the gas can? Yeah, bring the gas can. It was a, it was easy back then. Hey, this jock beat Mike up. Let's go. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we can't beat this jock up single. <laughs> I had a friend but who kids always... in the hood stick together. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend whose solution to everything was let's set him on fucking fire. His <laughs> answer for everything. Was he wrong? This guy at McDonald's just chipped me a dollar. Let's set him on fucking fire. Let's set all fucking McDonald's on fire. Yeah, I always my my friend we had had a guy named Lloyd Brown that ran with us, and he was all about blades. He always had like thirty fucking knives on him somewhere. He's always, hey, this jock beat up Michael, and I'm gonna cut that bitch. (laughs) Everybody, he never pulled a knife out. Yeah, one time no, or so. they don't. <laughs> yeah. It's the ones who never talk about the knife that just whip um, it out one day. Oh yeah. shit! That was oh. the thing is, like, and when you're a small guy, you learn to not to talk about that shit. It's like, yeah, you go ahead and waste time talking shit to me while I'm punching you in the fucking jaw. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Damn, y'all were all badasses. I was just nah. dating all the people that my parents hated. <laughs> I wasn't a badass. I was just bullied so fucking much that and and I just have a really hard time not fighting back really hard. Well, yeah, I went to an all boys Catholic school. Yeah, God. So, I mean, you not only were bullied by every fucking kid in the school, but every teacher. Yeah. So by the time you became a junior, you are a world class asshole and nobody can penetrate your skin. To this point where, like, people will say something to me, and I'll just whip out a just withering comment right away and just walk away from them, like, yeah, you go, dick. Go cry in your fucking milk. Yep. <laughs> your ilk milk. <laughs> your ilk milk. <laughs> your ilk milk. That, and that's, you know, that's, your that's why I am, too. for you, loser. <laughs> well done, Rich. That was that was nicely moved around. Good call, <laughs> God, what are the show notes going to be for this? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> show notes. Um, yeah. I'm, you, this episode is a wealth of fucking titles. I'm already yeah. grimacing trying to think of a title. I have like oh, seven. <laughs> oh, God. I'm glad you write this shit down. Cause... Yeah, I wrote down like seven. <laughs> I'm going but, with Ilk Milk. Yep. Yep. And <laughs> speaking, I think you the title. Speaking, milk or dick heist, either one. Dick heist. Yeah. That was one of them on there. Uh, Jane Laurel and Rich heist Hunter Shay's dick. <laughs> um, speak for yourself. I'm down with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have it. <laughs> yeah, I never use a fucking I'm thing. <laughs> I'm done with it. <laughs> I made my kids. I'm done. <sighs> Oh, speaking of ilk, um, this ilk has to get out of here. I had no idea where the fuck you were going with that. Okay. That's where. (laughs) Ilk is going for milk. All of us. uh, Nah, this ilk doesn't like milk. Me either. (laughs) I like ilk. 
elk beer. <laughs> that just doesn't great sound. Beer here called mother's milk. It's delicious. <laughs> uh, seriously, it's just, it's a big beer here. <laughs> okay, you know uh, you know that's also a real thing. I do know mother's milk is real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can get drunk off it though. Um, yeah, I don't know. Babies sleep a lot, dude. So <laughs> not and, uh, enough. Yeah, no. that sleeping like a baby phrase is bullshit. Babies right. Sleep terribly. Bullshit. So you sleep for five minutes at a time? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, after your parents have to bounce you in a bouncy seat for an hour and a half to right. get those five minutes. Uh, oh. oh, yeah, they have to lay you on your belly on their arm and pat your back till you puke and then rock you to sleep. <laughs> you sleep like a 14-year-old. They yeah. sleep. Yes, yeah. that's that's the sleep I want. Mm-hmm. We'll never get it again. Nope. Yes, we will. so depressing. Except for the big sleep. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> That one's pretty long, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Unless you're Buddhist and you come right back as something else. Right. That's my fear because I kind of do believe in reincarnation. So it's like, what am I going to have to be next time? It's bad enough this time around. I say all the time, <laughs> only live several hundred times. Make the most right. of this one. Exactly. <laughs> you're probably only you're probably going to fuck up 99 of them. So <laughs> make no worries. Count. <laughs> Jump back on that karma wheel. You'll be fine. So, Laurel, uh, feel free to kick me in the teeth for fucking interrupting you 1,200 times. I mean, and that never happens, so I'm just no. really offended. I just, it, I don't it, even know how to feel about that. Hunter's a bad fucking influence. Sure, blame me. I'm used um, to it. I, I blame you when you're not here, dude, all the time. Good. <laughs> Good. I don't care. <laughs> it's all right. Hunter did it. <laughs> did what? I don't know. Whatever you're going to say, Hunter did it. Uh, wait, was it good? Good Hunter. He's such a nice boy. Don't be blaming <laughs> stuff on him. Yeah, <laughs> Somebody asked him. Rich sitting there all quiet. <laughs> that's because I'm still just catching my breath. I've been laughing so hard. <laughs> if you were still in the closet, you'd have asphyxiated, dude. Probably. Yeah, I would <laughs> I would have to smash the window in emergency. This might be yeah. the wrong vibe to lead into the last episode of Marianne, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely is. It's all right. I have a lot of movies to watch, so i got to finish this sucker today. Oh, yeah. I need to finish that one, too. I think I've only watched the first two. But it has been lovely. I could talk to you all fucking night long, and some night we're all going to sit in a bar somewhere and get our asses kicked out big time. Oh, we should meet somewhere where people get abducted by aliens on the regular. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I can sit there drinking alone after you guys, all you believers get abducted. We'll be abducted, but you're the one that's going to get probed, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm all right with that as long as they include me. As long as there's a cancer screening in there. Here you go, seven polyps, you're clean. <laughs> no, I would, I would literally be that guy, man. There'd be eight of us. There would be eight of us standing on the sidewalk, and uh, just like picking fucking teams, man, I'd be the last one left standing there. Nobody fucking wants Shane, you know. For the alien probing, I'm so sorry. That's sad. I know. Well, you guys will be lucking out. 
I will be in the bar eating nachos. <laughs> right. I will not be out on the fucking sidewalk getting abducted by anybody. Oh, she'll, you're totally, your eggs will be taken and there will be hybrids made from you. <laughs> I don't need them. I that need is them. fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. As long as they leave the nachos, I don't give a fuck. As long as as they take those fucking hybrids to another fucking planet, we're all safe. Most of Because Laurel will still be here. So not totally safe. (laughs) Fuck. Shut up, Shane. You have to go. (laughs) I'm not going to say anything else. No. I hate you, Hunter. (laughs) I love you, too. You do this every fucking time. Now, I really do love you, brother. Um, anything else exciting you want to talk to us about before you go? What's coming up? Uh, I have a book in with Flame Tree. It's called, oh, God, what's it called? Oh, Faithless. I forgot already. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be out next year, hopefully around this time next year. Awesome. Uh, and for now, this is this is my month. I call it Horrortober. My goal is to watch at least 60 movies this month and break my personal record, horror movies. So uh, that's literally all I plan to do for the next couple of weeks. You know, one of the uh, me too, except for I write too much. But I I had to interrupt because the the one guy you never have to impersonate on our show is Ray Romano. Why not? (laughs) Because you just fucking sound like him already, man. Oh, no. Deborah. My mother keeps staring at us while we're making love. No, when he no, when he's just talking normal, he sounds like Romano right now. He just sounds like an idiot. <laughs> I'll take half his money. <laughs> exactly. No shit. <laughs> just for the call, I think they're probably gonna charge me half his money just for mentioning his name exactly. in the same breath with any of ours. I'm gonna break your fucking legs. <laughs> 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 on that note, you know we end this show on we end this show with breaking legs a lot of the time. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, that was so much fun. Yeah. It's a blast, Hunter. Always a blast. Uh, you guys made a shitty work week. Wonderful. This is a perfect way to end my work week. I'm glad to hear that. I thought you were saying you guys. My work week's shitty. (laughs) (laughs) I needed it because I've been. Oh, my job sucks since coronavirus. It's been awful. You're welcome anytime. Thank you. And buy the book. Buy the book and read it. Misfits. Uh, Yes. Please help support a misfit. Laurel said buy the book. And I thought I thought she said no fucking rules. That's what you said. <laughs> yeah, really. You set the no rules rule. Okay. I love you guys. I'm hanging up now. Okay. Love you too, brother. Good night, everybody. All right. Good night, guys. Thanks, night. Hunter. <laughs> Is somebody going to hang the fucking thing? <laughs>